0: Welcome to Western New York Catholic Weekly, a production of the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Stay tuned as Greg Prince brings the Catholic newsmakers to you. Wherever it's happening in the diocese, you'll hear about it on Western New York Catholic Weekly.
1: I know you've been seeing Valentine's Day items in the store since Christmas, uh, but it's really just upon us now. And around Valentine's Day, of course, on the program, we like to do something with regard to uh, Valentine's Day, especially since uh, the Catholic Church. We usually celebrate right around there, uh, usually on that uh, Sunday. So that would be uh, the 12th of February today. Uh, World Marriage Day and Marriage Week As well, leading up to Valentine's Day, so we're in the middle of that, and I'm pleased to have down to our Catholic Center studios, uh, my upstairs neighbors in the Catholic Center, uh, Nancy Sherjoin. She's the uh, director of family life here in the diocese of Buffalo, and joining her is her husband, Deacon Thomas Schur. Welcome, both of you, to the program. Welcome. Thank you, Greg. Nice to have you here. Uh, uh, We're going to be talking about Valentine's Day, and one of the things, of course, you do in your office is kind of coordinate marriage preparation programs and that kind of thing. So I thought we we would kind of talk about some of that today on the program. So I should ask, as we begin, how long have you guys been married?
2: We've been married 36 years. 36? Not yet. This week. <laughs> oh, okay, this week. Oh, no, that's this year. This year, this okay. Year. Yeah, 25
1: yeah. this year, my wife and I. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. And, and Deacon, we'll, we'll talk more later in the program probably, uh, but uh, uh, how long have you been uh, ordained a deacon? 13 years. 13 years, okay. So, uh, and again, we'll talk more about uh, your ministry and the diaconate and things as as well. But again, Valentine's Day—it's one of those days that you know, love and couples and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of a feel-good holiday for people, and. incidentally one of those days that people like to get married right they like to get married on valentine's day they like to get married around uh you know uh uh you know christmas even okay. and some people like to like to be married around uh holidays the catholic church has a pretty specific approach to marriage though right nancy i mean we're we you know you, you don't just decide i want to get married next week
2: right exactly yeah. right yeah um and, and part of the responsibilities for a family life office is to assist engaged couples in evaluating their readiness to live married life. So we want them to come to know themselves better and each other as they prepare to um, live this commitment of the vocation of marriage. Uh, so we take it very seriously. Um, a man and a woman, they, they make a very serious and sacred commitment, you know, when they decide to marry one another in the church. So um, we help to prepare them um, by thinking through things thoughtfully, with prayer, and with some preparation. Uh, Pope Francis speaks of uh, this pastoral concern that the Church does have in his latest apostolic exhortation, Amoris Laetitia, which means the joy of love. And in this document, uh, it, it really celebrates marriage and family life. Pope Francis asks that we prepare couples to receive the sacrament of matrimony with helpful information and guidance providing couples with the support they need to receive the sacrament worthily and to make a solid beginning of, of life together as a family. And certainly uh, Tom, Tom and I as pastoral ministers and, and the many other people that we work with, we have the opportunity to accompany these couples toward marriage and family life, sharing with them some of our experience of married life along with uh, church teachings on marriage uh, that really uphold and enhance the dignity of men, women, and children, which is really needed in our society today.
1: Oh, absolutely. Now, it, it, interesting you bring up the the Holy Father's exhortation there because, of course, when that was released, all anybody wanted to talk about was how we're simplifying annulments. And mm. it really is – Um, such a much deeper document than that and really reconfirms some of the things you're saying, right, in terms of the, you know, why we do hold marriage as sacred and how we need to um, continue to prepare couples, all those kinds of things, right?
2: Exactly, right, right. Yeah, the future of the church is dependent upon marriage and uh, we want to, you know, get across to engaged couples that, you know, it's it's a serious commitment, and we want to do our best to accompany them. That is the theme that Pope Francis speaks of in his um, Amoris Laetitia, is accompanying people. And so we we work with them. We, um, If they want to get married in the Catholic Church, um, there are some options for them, but they do need to, you know, uh, attend one of the marriage preparation programs. And out of our office, we have the Diocesan One-Day Marriage Preparation. Mm-hmm. It's it's entitled Journey into Love, and the program's been in existence for well over 25 years. And
1: it, You know, it's and it's funny yes it's been in like 25 years and people still say precana that's oh, right. like you know what i mean like it's, it's interchangeable <laughs> yeah it's interchangeable yeah, yeah, but right, i mean it's right. a you, you know mm-hmm. but you know very different from maybe uh, well certainly different from what you guys did when you got married, though. But, uh, you know, still the same ideas at work, though. Still the same theology behind it.
2: Exactly. Right, right. And um, at the diocesan program, we offer 13 of them a year, one one monthly, and we do two in, in May. And uh, that information and those dates can be found, you know, at, on our diocesan website, uh, org slash pastoral services slash family life. So all the dates and everything are there. But, you know, we have a team, we have a, a different teams of married couples that help us with our presentations. And our presentations really focus on, um, you know, essential topics such as effective communication, sacramental marriage, children, natural family planning, intimacy and sexuality, finances and other serious issues and the commitment to the vocation of marriage. So we really do our best to try to help prepare them, you know, not just for the wedding day but for married life and what they can expect. And they really enjoy hearing the stories from couples, you know, that are facilitating and helping, you know, give those presentations throughout the day.
3: I was just going to say, we and we constantly try to update these programs and make them as current as possible and uh, we ask the couples to try to work six months out on all the preparation as well because sometimes they come to us uh, a couple weeks before their marriage, and it's tough to get them on the program because our program is pretty full most of the
1: time. Yeah, and um, this isn't really trying to, you know, accuse anybody, I think, but, you know, most couples are not preparing their wedding a month or so ahead of time. I mean, we're looking a year, year and a half down mm-hmm. the road when they're looking at halls and all those kinds of things and, and looking at dresses and all these, you know, mm-hmm. kind of things that, that go into a wedding. Um, yet, it's funny how they, at the time, they don't think to, like, get on the ball with the church, right?
3: Right. That's exactly right, yeah. So we encourage them and we put... Uh, notices in the bulletins and uh, that are sent in many of the church bulletins. To work, that try to work
1: at least six months out. Uh, we're talking today about uh, marriage preparation and, and family life. Nancy Scher is the director uh, for the diocese of family life, and her husband uh, joins us, Deacon Tom Scher, as well. Um, now, there are there are a bunch of different options uh, for for marriage prep. There's the ones you're talking about that the diocese correct. Um, provides and um, you know that that's part of the process right couples kind of need to decide what's going to work for them and I imagine they want to work with their pastors on that too right
2: sure and ultimately w- uh, the program that they attend comes down to you know their schedule their scheduling yeah. purposes you know sometimes they they don't always live here in the in the same state together you know yeah. so there's you know parishes there are a number of parishes in the diocese that do offer marriage preparation as well and and they certainly do um include the essential topics and issues that I just mentioned right. that we covered the diocesan program. But but the, the the models may vary, you know. It could be a day-long program with a group of couples at a parish. It could be several evenings uh, with a group of couples, one-on-one meetings with their priest or deacon and an engaged couple would meet with. Um, also, uh, the sponsor couple program where a parish community would provide uh, the engaged couple a sponsor couple. And then the role of that sponsor couple is to journey that's, with the engaged couple. That's what
1: couple. we did when we, when we got married. Yeah. yeah.
2: Toward their wedding day. So that really kind of picks up and goes along with, you know, the accompaniment theme that Pope Francis is trying to get across to us, that as ministers, we're there to help accompany people through those transitions. And that's a major transition in somebody's life.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and I would think that one of the things we try to encourage people, I kind of hinted at it before, is that this is as important and maybe more so than all of those other things mm-hmm. that you're working on, you know, party favors and dresses and all that. Exactly. Other other things that go along with the wedding.
2: Right. Because we're looking to help prepare people for that lifetime commitment. So again, it goes back to what I was saying earlier that it requires, you know, some intentional thought, <laughs> careful thought and some prayer and some and some good preparation. Uh, just another program for those that might have an, uh, a difficult time with our traditional, you know, uh, meetings. There, there is an online marriage prep program as well that's available twenty four seven. Now that I did not know. Uh, all right, three hundred and sixty five right. days a year for couples, you know, that are again separated by distance, and um, it is called Catholic Marriage Prep Class, and it's out of the Archdiocese of Chicago Marriage Ministries, and it does include um, some good online instruction. There's some video component components. Individual feedback and some discussion inventories, so if people are interested or in need of that kind of a marriage prep program, they could go to catholic dot com for more information
1: uh, deacon I, I wanted to throw in, and we didn't talk about this uh, ahead of time, but but as nancy's talking i 'm thinking, what about choosing a Celebrant for you. I mean, if if you're active in your parish, a lot of people choose their pastor. Some people knew were close with a priest or, or a deacon, maybe in, uh, in in childhood. How does that kind of work in terms of the the preparation we're talking? Well, about? often they choose the
3: pastor who they're more familiar with, but yeah. uh, deacons are chosen. Uh, usually, uh, most of our weddings that we're chosen for are families that we've known for years. Yeah, maybe that our kids grew up with their kids. Or uh, family, our own family, ourselves, you know, it can be any, any parts of our family. And for me, that's, that's a real honor and a real privilege to be able to do that whenever we're asked to do it. Uh, and uh, we go through the same steps that the priest or the pastor would do in the marriage investigation, prenuptial investigation, and so forth. And we also, we also meet with them. Two or three times to to get to know them better that for them to get to know us if they don't know us that well and uh, explain the sacrament and explain all the situations that might come up uh, in in the in the uh, sacrament itself that day, and also um, we're there for the rehearsal as well, so we so the deacon or the priest will do all the same steps okay and uh, And try to make them as comfortable with everything that's going to happen as possible.
1: Anything special? um, Because, you know, for a lot of couples, you know, this is, well, getting married for the first time. So it's really all new to them. But in terms of working through a a wedding, if they haven't had somebody in the family go through it, any special steps if the celebrant isn't part of the church that you're getting married in? Like if you went to a church that you're not assigned to or whatever, anything, anything people should know about that? Well, that would be all the more reason we would need to meet with them yeah. maybe an extra
3: time too gotcha. and prepare them for um, each and every possibility or obstacle that might might be there, if, especially if they're not from that church, they become familiar with that church. We might even want to meet them in that particular rectory and walk them through the church a little bit
1: more too and walk them through the steps. All right. Uh, now, you mentioned the online preparation. And it makes me think of uh, uh, maybe another thing. There's probably some things that couples can kind of do on their own, right, to be better mm-hmm. prepared for marriage. I mean, what are some of the things they should be thinking about besides all the craziness and the pressure they're getting from people about where we're going to have dinner and where's the rehearsal <laughs> going to be and all that kind of stuff?
2: Right. Well, it, uh, there's a great website um, uh, I would encourage couples to do some reading on marriage and family life so that they know, you know, they go into the sacrament with their eyes both with both eyes open, so they know kind of what they're getting themselves into for sure. And a great website to check out is called foryourmarriage.org. And this was launched by the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops back in two thousand four. It's their national pastoral initiative for marriage. And on this website, they have numerous articles, tips, and resources for engaged and newly married couples to strengthen their marriage. Uh, The information helps uh, people to better understand the Catholic viewpoint on marriage and it strengthens the bonds of couples, whether they're Catholic or not and whether, you know, they're married in the church or not. So it's a really wonderful resource. And um, we hand this uh, bookmark out. It's part of our um, folder that we give the engaged couples on the diocesan pre Days. day. So it's a great resource for couples to be able to uh, go on and get all kinds of information and thoughtful articles, you know, to help them. And they're discussing and they're thinking about, you know, marriage and married life and family and children and all. So it's a great resource. and.
3: And there's uh, another resource that we encourage through our intimacy and sexuality presentation, and that's a book called The Five Love Languages. And it's a best-selling by best-selling author Gary Chapman, and it talks about words of affirmation, quality time together, receiving gifts, active of service, and physical touch. Is all the love language that's important uh, to encourage the right relationship for a long-lasting, loving marriage. And then another uh, inventory that we have available in the diocese is called FOCUS, Facilitating Open Couple Communication, Understanding, and Study. And it's an online pre-marriage inventory for couples. uh, we brought this into the diocese not too long ago, but then we realized there was already priests that knew about it and were doing this before they met with the couple or right after they met with the couples the first time. Because it gives them 150 questions, is it? 150 yes. questions. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. That they go online, they, they answer separately on on very important topics. And then they meet with the priest or deacon or the deacon his wife couple or another couple that we have trained uh, to go through this focus inventory. And they really do find out a lot about each other through that as well.
2: We did a couple workshops on focus back uh, back in September 2014 and then again January 2015. So there are a number of trained facilitators in the diocese, a number of priests and clergy and, and some lay couples as well. And we can certainly always use more lay couples, especially husbands and wives, that would like to, you know, learn how to use this inventory tool. Um, because, you know, you get a chance to um, really be of service and reach out to the engaged and be involved in engaged ministry. Because it's wonderful to sit with a young couple, you know, planning marriage and to— work with them on this, it's, there's key topics that, you know, encourage them to reflect and review and discuss. And it gives a snapshot of where the strengths and weaknesses of where their relationship is at and to help them, you know, continue conversation on important topics uh, that is going to be important to their um, relationship and lifelong marriage.
1: And you already mentioned, but uh, really the best place uh, if people want a single source to go to, like you said, if they go to org, mm-hmm. right, they can just find... Uh, uh, Family life on there. It's under right. the uh, what, Pastoral Services it is. area tab, so uh, people can find out all the things that uh, we're talking about. Nancy Scher is the director of Family Life for the Diocese of Buffalo. She's joined here in our studio with her husband, Deacon Thomas Scher. And of course, we celebrate uh, World Marriage Sunday on February 12th, so uh, in the middle of Marriage Week as well here in our Catholic Church. Uh, so so let's let's kind of throw it out there g- generally. What are some of the things besides... The place most people probably encounter you, right, is marriage preparation. That's when True. that's mm-hmm. when they come to you. The, the vast majority of people. But that's far from the only thing that you do.
2: Right, right. There's a num- number of other programs and services. And, and a real favorite event that we do every year is the Golden Wedding Anniversary Celebration for couples that are celebrating 50, 60, and 70 years of marriage. We hold that event usually in September, October October, uh, each year, there's a uh, a lovely mass at the cathedral, uh, followed by a reception at the Adams Mark Hotel for the honored couples and their family. And it, it's really a wonderful celebration of marriage and family life for our diocese. and Our and our bishop is always the presider, and uh, the couples just so enjoy being able to come down, you know, to the cathedral, a beautiful cathedral that we have, and to uh, have that wonderful mass. And family and friends are welcome to join them at the mass as well as over for the reception. So it's usually a
1: fall event, right? Isn't it?
2: Yes, usually October. October, uh, yeah. yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. So well, pro life so month, and it's certainly <laughs> a pro life event. You know, <laughs> it is. it's yeah. It, you know. Again, and, yeah.
3: And it, we. We want to get it in before the snow flies. Because <laughs> you got
1: to do lot, that. There's a lot of people. <laughs> with, with Snow's it. flying as we tape this program today. <laughs> right. So it's yeah, that's it.
2: <laughs> right, right, and, and other programs that we offer for, for married couples, we do publicize worldwide marriage encounter and retrovi weekends, and, and those are peer ministry programs that support and assist husbands and wives again in improving their marriages and enriching their marriages. So they have websites as well uh, that people can check out. They can also call our office, and we'll be glad to give them the dates we do have dates for when those weekends happen. Um, another um, is, uh, program is Teams of Our Lady, which is another uh, program that seeks to promote married love uh, between couples to help enrich their relationship and, and help them grow in their spiritual uh, spirituality. So TeamsofOurLady.org is another um, uh, program to check out.
1: We're, we're actually working on trying to do a show just on that. Oh, so oh, we're, nice. we're in progress.
2: Okay. So All right. Uh, the Bishop's Committee for Christian Home and Family is a program that assists parents in the religious and moral training of their preschool children. And uh, as part of the pre-baptismal class or at the baptism itself, we've uh, put together a nice free booklet entitled Thoughts for Christian Parents, and it's given to the parents at their parish. And uh, it really does help give some good ideas on, you know, those early years, the the crib to kindergarten stage, you know, with regard to um, assisting parents and helping to train their children. Um, that those members of that committee also, uh, we do gather twice a year for some basic updating, for mutual support, for liturgy. We have a, a day of reflection that we share together in April – in May, excuse me. Uh, and the bishop uh, is able to be with us usually in uh, September or October to offer his encouragement and thanksgiving for all that you know people do. This program has been in existence for many, many years and um, uh, has grown and changed over the years early – it started out with women going door to door, you know, with, to new families in their parishes and bringing little pamphlets and trying to just, you know, socialize and and help pass on the faith, you know, in whatever ways they could. And, uh, you know, we have a, a wonderful booklet uh, called Thoughts for Christian Parents. It's a great tool that we uh, hand on to um, baptism uh, directors, uh, you know, facilitators. I, I,
1: you know, I always uh, say whenever we talk about pro-life topics on the program, one of the criticisms you always hear, oh, yeah, you talk a good game, you tell us we should do this and that, but Mm -hmm. what do you really do for us? This is another great example that, Mm -hmm. yes, we we put our money where our mouth is. We really do offer programs to help you with your parenting, with your marriage, with your – again, before you're married. Mm -hmm. And that's – you kind of hinted at this earlier in the the program. Um, The family is central to our – Christian faith, yeah, right? Sure in fact, is. when we talk about parishes, mm-hmm. the way we number parishes is we, we don't talk about the number of people in the church. We talk about the number of families
2: mm-hmm. In, mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm.
1: in the parish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe sometimes we forget that the family is critical to the life of the church.
2: It is, right. The family, yeah, it is the bedrock of society. And, you know, family is our first community and, and the most basic way that God gathers us. Pope John Paul II coined the term, I believe, uh, domestic church. Family is the domestic church. You know, it's an intimate community of love and life, and it offers a vision for growth. And we have plenty of programs and opportunities and education that we really work hard at in in the Catholic tradition. Um, Because it's in the family where basic values and teachings about the gospel and faith are taught, learned, and practiced from the parents. Parents, we are our first children's educators in the faith. And if it's going to get passed on, it's going to get passed on by us because we're the ones that provide the environment where children can learn virtues, you know, of humanity, where they learn what it means to be a human person, where they learn their manners, you know. So parents matter a lot. And um, we are responsible for helping to educate and teach them Christian values and, and how to put those values into action. So the family is extremely important and we have a role in building a culture of life, which is really important in today's society
1: now deacon tom i don't i don't want to um let the listeners go today without at least uh letting you talk about the the vocation of the uh, of the deaconate in your ministry as a deacon and one of the things particularly when we talk about the the role in the family i i think kind of the deaconate is one of those perfect examples that our f- catholic faith gives us of, you know, how the family works in the church. Because it's not just about you, right? It's about you and your spouse and your family working together.
3: Yeah, it sure is. Uh, uh, Probably one of our biggest challenges is is to find the time to do all the things we need to do um, in our secular life, whether it be a full-time job and all the stuff that goes with that, and the family of raising children. And uh, then we add the diaconate on. And I would say that some years ago, uh, the diaconate program in the diocese realized that you better get the wife's agreement before you even go to apply <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and fill out the paperwork. Uh, because I, I think without the wife uh, being totally on board, and in many cases, uh, maybe even joining your ministry and you joining her ministry, which is what I'm doing right now, uh, it's not going to work Goes out. Goes both ways, folks. Goes both yeah, ways. It's, it's not, it's not going to work out. I was assigned to my—actually, uh, I did pastoral care for years and a number of other things. And then when my wife got this job, the bishop said, you're going there. <laughs> it made sense. Yeah. The husband and wife team will be working mm-hmm. together as much as possible. So um, with my ministry uh, at the Family Life Department plus my sacramental ministry at 14 Holy Helpers on weekends, uh, deacons and their wives— uh, are pretty much sharing in a lot of things. And, again, it's very important that we're on the same page and we have to communicate even better. Uh, so we say in our communication talk that communication is very important, but compromise is just as important. We need to compromise with our time and make it work.
1: Uh, you know, somebody might hear you talk about your your ministries, listening to the show and think, ah, you know, I've, I've always thought about it. I wondered how these guys kind of – you know, decided to become a, a deacon or, or or whatnot. Somebody might be interested in the diaconate. Again, you can go to Buffalo Diocese dot org, find out more information about that. Also if you go to CKS.edu at the seminary, they've got a lot of the information about the diaconal program on there. But your but yourself, how did you know? You said you've been what, thirteen years a yeah. a deacon now? Or buffalodeacons.com. Oh so Buffalo that's right, Buffalo Deacons dot com. There you
3: yeah. go. Um, yeah, well, I think I think it's uh, it's a, a series of happenings that may happen in your life. Uh, maybe years ago, uh, you were a regular churchgoer and very involved, and then maybe you stray away for a while, and then you come back. Uh, and, and getting married and having children kind of brings you back in stronger, too. And maybe you have uh, a variety of uh, conversion experiences along the way, which was my case. And then uh, one day, a friend of yours says... You know, I think you'd be good at something like this. Why don't you come to a meeting with me? And the next thing you know, you're filling out the paperwork. (laughs) Uh,
1: But that's all – I ask a lot of priests when they're in and uh, same thing with uh, uh, sisters, women, religious and deacons. It's almost always the case that somebody said to you – you'd be good at this or I mm-hmm. think you ought to look at this or did you ever consider yes, this? That's, that's almost it. always the case. Somebody sees it before you do. <laughs> yeah.
3: Or, and then it just give you the extra nudge that you need to go, to, go to a meeting and then, uh, and then you fill out the paperwork. And then of course you need to be approved. And, uh, it's quite a process now, uh, to go through the, more so than even when, when I became a deacon, there's more of a, a process leading up to being accepted. And, uh,
1: I think it's almost almost five years now, the program. So, since I have me. since I have both halves of the couple in the studio for a change. A lot mm-hmm. of times the deacon's here by himself, oh, and okay. uh, so we, we talk about the vocation on your end, Nancy. When okay. when Tom said, "I'm thinking about this deacon thing." How did that go for you?
2: I was open to it because of my involvement so much, you know, in Catholic education and with the church and our years of pre-Cana, too, in doing, you know, church-related work and ministry. So I I was open to that. And, um, you know, I mean, we've had our ups and downs at times. It can be very challenging. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, it, it's been good because the wives' role um, can be as varied, you know, as the woman who who takes them on, you know, in, in the deaconate. There's a variety of things that you can do as a couple. Um, we certainly always need some more deacon couples and wives to help us, you know, with the uh, marriage preparation ministry. So I'd like to put a plug in for that if there's <laughs> any deacon couples out there <laughs> listening. Right. But, um, yeah, it, it, it's a great. It, you know, the deaconate's a ministry of leadership, and uh, we need good people, uh, lay people, to serve the church as ministers so, encourage them to check it out
1: uh, and i'm going to encourage everyone go to uh, diocese dot org look under uh, pastoral services and you can find out out all about the things that uh, are happening in the family life department of the Diocese of Buffalo, especially uh, marriage preparation as we kind of focus on couples as we approach Valentine's Day here. Nancy Scher, our Director of Family Life for the Diocese, and her husband, Deacon Tom Scher, joining us today. Thank you both for coming in. I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, you're
2: welcome. Thank you very much.
1: And as always, uh, if you you need to hear something again from uh, this program, also on buffalodiocese.org or under uh, wnycatholic.org, you can find uh, our podcasts, all of the shows are there, and we link in the show descriptions to the topic as well. I'm Greg Prince. I'll be back with you next week.
0: You've been listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly, produced by the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo, with the help of the Catholic Communication Campaign and this radio station. If you have a comment about this week's program or need more information about anything you hear on Western New York Catholic Weekly... Call us at 847-8744 or send us an email to radio at buffalodiocese.org. Our email address again is radio at buffalodiocese.org or call 847-8744. You can visit the Western New York Catholic and the Diocese of Buffalo online at buffalodiocese.org. And be sure to join Greg Prince again next week for Western New York Catholic Weekly.